Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 16. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And each episode, typically we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. Today we will be going over tips for traveling with toddlers. We will cover attractions they will enjoy at the different parks, along with a few tips about how to do some of your planning with them. And then later in today's show, we will be joined by Susie from Screaming Kids Apparel. She has a family of four, and they're from New Mexico. They were inspired to create their company in honor of their oldest daughter. They specialize in toddler apparel with a focus on Pixar characters, and they even have a special code for our listeners, Chris. That's awesome. And can you give our listeners that code? DizLove10, D-I-S-L-O-V-E-10. And we will make sure to put that in our show notes as well. And as a reminder to our listeners, we always appreciate reviews on Apple Podcasts. We will make sure to give you a shout out in a future episode for leaving one. And we would also like to thank all of you who have left us those five-star customer ratings. We also greatly appreciate those as well. And so now we are going to get on with the show. As I mentioned, we're going to be talking about traveling with toddlers, but as a side note, if you go back to episode 12, we gave some tips on childcare options and availability of those, whether you're in the park, outside of the park, and traveling with kids of all ages. So if you go back to episode 12, you can go and hear that. Today, we're going to focus specifically on toddlers since that's the age range of Screaming Kids Apparel and what they focus on for their products. They do have things for adults as well, and you'll hear more from Susie about that a little bit later. So we're going to go through first, and we're going to talk about the different parks and the attractions that people say are the best ones with toddlers. And I'm going to be interested to see how many of these that we have been on. We don't travel with any little ones at this point in our life. So we just want to go over, and I should say I found a lot of great resources online for this. So if you are traveling with a toddler, um, in particular, some of the things I'm going to talk about today I found on Smart Mouse Travels blog. And here are some of the different things. Of course, if you were going with a little one, what do you think would be the park that most people would say is kind of the main park to go to? Epcot. Not usually, but... Oh. Well, it's because it's learning and stuff. That's true. That is true. Actually, I, I would agree. I think... Maybe for nerdy babies, number one. <laughs> number one. So Epcot does have a lot of things, and we're going to talk about Epcot, but they, of course, kind of the Animal default. Kingdom. If they like animals, yeah. The default Hollywood is... Studios. No, actually, that one has the least amount for little kids, which we'll get to in a Really? Minute. Yeah. The water park. Magic Kingdom. Oh, I never would have guessed that. <laughs> so, of course... That's kind of the default, though, but like Chris mentioned, one of the things that I've heard many, many times, no matter what the age of your kids are, don't go to Magic Kingdom first because you might not get them out of that park, which I think that's true. They say start with Epcot, start with Animal Kingdom, some of those different ones. So you're getting them learning, getting them in those experiences, maybe before you take them to Magic Kingdom. But here are some of the rides that don't have some of the height restrictions at Magic Kingdom that little ones can enjoy with the whole family. The first one is Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. What's that? Buzz, the Buzz Lightyear where you shoot with the guns. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty... So yeah. Chris usually always beats me at this. I'm betting probably a little kid might be able to beat me at this as well. No, you're better than a little <laughs> kid. So Buzz Lightyear is one. Of course, probably one of the main classics is Dumbo. 
and now they have that queue list or that lineless queue where you can go and your little ones can enjoy some of the little fun side things in the line. So that's always a great one. Enchanted Tales with Belle. We did this on our vow renewal trip last year for the first time. What did you think about the Enchanted Tales with Belle? Wait, the restaurant? Not the restaurant, but oh. the one where we went in and they took us through like the wardrobe and Belle told a story and they had people from the audience go up and my friend and I got some pictures and stuff with Belle. We did that? Mm-hmm. I do not remember okay. that. Well, Chris doesn't remember it, but I thought that was great. It's really interactive. They get adults and kids involved and it's kind of a storytelling thing. So Enchanted Tales with Belle is a, one that is highly suggested. Also, It's a Small World, which I think we can all say that that's oh great. yeah it's a salad ride we actually went on this at something that we'll talk about in a future episode one of the disney after hours event and i think we were the only people in probably 10 rows of boats so at least, not at 10 least. rows of boats 10 boats 10 boats yes i guess yeah that's a better correction <laughs> so it's a small world a um, mad tea party what's I think that one the teacups oh why don't yeah. you I'm tea. The, i understand but yeah the name is Teacups, not Mad Tea Party. That's silly. <laughs> so, Mad Tea Party or Teacups, uh, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Peter Pan's Flight. Oh, that's a good one. I yeah, like that one. That's, that's a, a quality good one. ride. I have a friend who, she loves that ride. She'd go over on hey. it over and over. And Pirates of the Caribbean, um, the carousel, which is technically called Prince Charming's Regal Carousel, and Under the Sea, The Journey of the Little Mermaid. All of these, of course... They suggest, you know, you know your child the best. Are they going to be scared of Pirates of the Caribbean? Is that not going to be something that they're comfortable with? Is it something that they would be able to handle? You kind of know your kid and are able to make those judgments. Now, moving from Magic Kingdom over at Hollywood Studios, as when Chris was guessing the parks, from what I, the research I've done, Hollywood Studios has the most height restrictions in terms of attractions that, that kids could actually ride. So there's not as many rides for them there. In fact, depending on the height of your toddler, they can't even do the things in Toy Story Land, which I'm sure would be a big bummer, like Slinky Dog Dash and Aliens, Alien Swirling Saucers. So if you go to Hollywood Studios, be prepared. Your best options are going to be the live shows. So the shows that you can go to with a toddler are Beauty and the Beast live on stage. That show has been there for a long time, but I tell you what, that's one of my favorite stage shows. Probably. Which one? The Beauty and the Beast one at Hollywood Studios. Huh. That oh, one has... Have I been to that one? Yeah, <laughs> so many times, but it's been a couple of years since we've been okay. to it. Um, that one is really true to the show, to the movie, great music. Um, Disney Junior live on stage. We've oh, never yeah. been to That's that. That's my favorite. Yeah, we've never been to that. Um, it's a puppet show, and kids can sit on the floor and kind of join in on the fun. Fantasmic. Now, we have watched the show. I really enjoy it because you get to see some Disney characters that you don't see very often. Of course, this is in the evening, so depending on your little one, how well they can stay awake. Um, but what do you, how would you rank Fantasmic do you, compared to some of the other shows, that the nighttime shows? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Do you like the like pyrotechnics, or you like the characters on the big boat at the end? What... Oh, I love the characters. I really like with Steamboat Willie because you like never see him. Now here's one that I know Chris will remember, and I think this might be one of his favorite shows. If I asked him to name it, he wouldn't be able to. to. 
for the frozen. Yeah, for the first time in forever, a frozen oh, sing along yeah, celebration. Come on, give me a break. It's the frozen <laughs> show. So that of course is the retelling of the frozen story and the songs. I would think I think this is one of your favorite shows. Would you say that? Definitely. I love Olaf. Yeah, he loves Olaf. And another one that they say is good for little kids, they like some of the action, is the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. There's explosions and the fight scenes and stuff and other stunts that kids may or may not enjoy. Um, so that's another great show. And, of course, another classic Disney cartoon show that's available there is A Voyage of the Little Mermaid. I always enjoy that one with the singing and stuff. Even though it's older technology, I think it's still a pretty good show. Do you remember that show, the Little Mermaid show in the theater where you sit down and it's got the lasers going over and it's um, all on stage? Ursula comes out? Yep. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. So that's another one. And one of the things that people suggest, too, because there aren't the rides at Hollywood Studios, um, there's a lot of great character meet and greets. Oh, yes. There's a lot of the Star Wars characters. And who is Chris say is his favorite? Olaf. Olaf is there. We've met him several times. And even though your little one may be too small to ride on the Toy Story attractions, Buzz, Jesse, and Woody are there. Um, Disney Junior characters are available. Sophia, Jake the Pirate, Doc McStuffins. Also at Hollywood and Vine, you can do the character breakfast there. Um, and in the lunch and evening for the dinner at Hollywood and Vine it's Mickey and Minnie and characters so there's lots of options for character meet and greets there there's just not the attractions I'm not sure with the new um, Mickey and Minnie the ride that's going to the great movie ride what the height restrictions are on that I don't know if they've released that or not now moving over to what Chris said might be his top pick for a little one at Epcot the first one of course which I think all lit little kids that I've ever known always like aquariums. I'm going to the Coral Reef Aquarium and then they have like the shark world that's there. Um, so that's kind of a neat thing. The seas with Nemo and friends riding the that ride going over to the aquarium. Another one, what's a, what is the ride there that is one of your favorite movies? Oh, yeah, Frozen Ever After. Yeah, so Frozen Ever After, that's one. I think, how how do you rank that ride? Do you like that ride? That's all right. You know how to, do you like that or the the show that we were talking about? Oh, the show the, is the far show. better. The show? Okay, so they have that. And they also have Grand Fiesta Tour starring the Three Caballeros. That's in Mexico. And I did forget to mention Frozen Ever After is in Norway. My personal favorite, although I have to say, is not this ride that I love. Journey into Imagination with Figment. And Chris always has to endure this because I've loved Figment since I was a small child. So I have Figment. Since you were a toddler. Oh yeah, my since gosh. I was a toddler. I was a toddler who really enjoyed the original Journey into Imagination um, with Dreamfinder and Figment. But in today's iteration, it's okay that I think t young toddlers of today's generation would enjoy it as well. And then, of course, Spaceship Earth. There's also a lot of character meet and greets there. You can go to um, the character spot, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy. Um, nearby, there's Baymax. Joy and Sadness from Inside Out. My friend and I visited with them last fall, and that was the first time I ever got pictures with them. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. 
I don't think you've never gotten to meet the Inside Out characters, have no, you? And no, and I actually we showed that for my work. Yeah, they did. So we're gonna have to get you in with them next time we're there. And then, of course, there's lots of options in the World Showcase for the different princesses. Anna and Elsa are in Norway, but that one you probably want to snag a fast pass for. Um, Mary Poppins. We've gotten our picture with Mary Poppins in the UK. Um, I've also, I got my picture with Aurora. We got Snow White a couple of years ago in Germany. Just check the Times Guide because they have Jasmine and Belle and all kinds of different ones that are available at the different countries. So definitely check that out. Now moving on over to Animal Kingdom. Again, there's not as many rides there for little ones um, the, because of the height restrictions. They can ride Navi River Journey, which I don't know. I don't think I would waste a fast pass on that again. Never. <laughs> uh, I guess probably the kids would be fascinated by the colors, and it is kind of a neat atmosphere. But personally, I do the child swap ride. Get your fast pass for... Um, the other ride and skip Navi River Journey. Um, but also Kilimanjaro Safari. Um, with Kilimanjaro Safari, one of the nice things is that um, you can... Kids who love seeing animals in person, they can get a chance to get to see those. And at Animal Kingdom, there's also lots of different shows that you can check out with a little one. I think my favorite show on property is Festival of the Lion King. And what do you think about that show with the acrobats and the fire? I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, so that is my favorite show on property. I think it's good for kids of all ages. It's something that everyone would enjoy. And it's really Broadway style. Um, moving from there... I've never saw this one. I've heard some people say they really enjoy it. Finding Nemo the Musical. So that... Where is that? When we are cutting, as you're going from, like, where Dinosaur and all that is, and then we cut around to go to Expedition Everest, mm -hmm. it's along that pathway. It's where years ago, you wouldn't remember this, but Tarzan, the show was there, um, and now it's Finding Nemo the Musical. They're puppets. I don't know, maybe I've seen it once, but I've heard it's good that if you like Nemo, you've got little kids, they'll enjoy it. And then at night, the Rivers of Light, the nighttime laser and light show. We've only saw that once. We did enjoy it, um, but they say that that's something that little kids will like as well. And then, of course, there's a lot of great animal viewing. Check out the Parks Guide. There's some things that are open seasonally, some that are open year-round. Lots of great character meet and greets with the Fab Five. You can also see Pocahontas, Baloo. And King Louie, a few other ones from Jungle Book. Um, Doc McStuffins is there. Um, Flick from A Bug's Life. Rafiki from Lion King. And Russell from Up. We've gotten our picture with Russell before, right by the Tree of Life. So really, when you go to Animal Kingdom, aside from a couple of rides, you're mainly going to be doing shows and some of the animal viewings. Again, Kilimanjaro Safari, Navia River Journey. I would save the Fast Pass and go on Flight of Passage. Do the Child Swap. And enjoy some of these shows with your little one. So those are all of the main attractions that you'd want to check out with a toddler when you are at the different parks. But we want to give a couple of tips that are kind of nice that will help you save money and maybe some time when you're on your trip. 
Chris, at what age does Disney start charging full price for three. tickets? Yes. So if your child is under three, you don't have to pay for a park ticket. So you go in there two, month, two years, 11 months, and then you can save yourself on a park ticket. Another thing that's kind of nice is even though some of those attractions we mentioned do require fast passes, if your child is under the age of three, you do not need to make a fast pass reservation for them. You just make the reservation for the adults in the party or the older kids, and they're automatically able to ride that attraction as long as they meet the height requirement. So with the Seas with Nemo or with the Safari or with Buzz Lightyear, making sure that your child meets those height restrictions. Another thing is that be, if they are under three, they you don't have to purchase the dining plan for them separately, so you can just have them share a meal with an adult or have things off in a couple people's plates, or you can pay for just a separate child's meal, which is kind of nice if you know maybe one part of the day they might be a little more hungry, you want to get a kid's meal, but you don't have to pay for a dining plan, so that can save you a little bit. But here's one really important tip that you need to know. Make sure when you are making your dining reservations, which those, as we know, are hard to get, make sure you include your child in that. Even if they're not on the dining plan, you still need to include them on that reservation. So keep them in your count. And last but not least, when you first arrive at Disney, here's a good tip. Because sometimes parents will be concerned, you know, what do I need to do? I'm traveling, I'm flying in. And then I'm just going to be spending my time at the Disney parks. Do I need to bring a car seat for Magical Express? No, you don't. Um, when you ride Magical Express, no car seat is needed. Um, so that's another tip that is important to kind of save yourself the stress and hassle. If you're just coming to Disney, just doing Disney parks, you don't need to worry about bringing a car seat with you. So those are all of the tips about traveling with toddlers. I think it gives you a broad spectrum. There are several of these attractions on here that we haven't been to just because that hasn't been a demographic that we've traveled with. But I think as you go through this list, there's probably, there's quite a few of those fan favorites so that we both like and enjoy. So there's something that even when you have a little person with you, you're going to still have a good trip and you can utilize some of those things that we talked about in the earlier episode, like the child swap option and some of the child care options. But this gives you a list of things that you can enjoy with your little one as well. And so now we're gonna go on to our call with Susie with Screaming Kid Apparel, and she can help you get your little one decked out for your next Disney trip and really get you, so hopefully you can get some great shirts from Screaming Kid Apparel, use some of these tips, and have a really great trip next time around. So give us just a few minutes and we're gonna get Susie on the phone. So we would like to welcome Susie from Screaming Kid Apparel to the show. They are a family of four, and they're from New Mexico. They have uh, Their company was inspired by their daughter. They have a lot of really cool Pixar designs. They, have, they said they claim to be pretty obsessed with the Coco movie. They've got some really cool shirts you'll see on their site for that. Um, they are mainly do a lot of Pixar designs, but they're going to start doing some other things as well. Um, they are going to, sh well, Susie is going to share a lot with us today about their shop, and we'd like to welcome Susie to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. 
thanks again for joining us. And we always like to start with an icebreaker. And it's always, of course, related to something about Disney travel. So today we wanted to find out from you, what is your favorite park at Walt Disney World? Well, this is tough because I think it changes a lot sure. uh, depending on how the parks are going and improving. But I think right now I'd have to say Animal Kingdom. Okay. Because those nighttime safaris, those are awesome. I'm really glad that the park is staying open later now. Yes, it is fun to be able to go. Have you saw like the nighttime show as well? Yeah, uh, our daughter loved it. She loves water, she loves lights, and she loves music. So that was like her perfect show. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, we just got a chance to see all of that. It is nice to go at night. It definitely adds something new to the park. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your business and what are some of the products that you offer that are connected to Disney? Yeah, so um, we started our business in the spring of 2017. Okay. And we were planning a trip to Disney um, the first time for our daughter to go. And I couldn't really find any small shop things available for, like, toddlers and infants. Yes. Um, So I just decided to make my own. Okay. (laughs) Um, So our first design um, is actually on sale still on our website, uh, our Etsy shop. If you just search for Screaming Kid Apparel, you can find our shop. And it is a Finding Nemo-inspired design that says, I won't remember any of this. Yes, the Dory one, yes. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think it's just a really good reminder. Sometimes when when we're planning our Disney vacations and we're getting so into all the little nitty-gritty details and making sure that everything is perfect and we're all having fun 100% of the time. Sure. Yeah, it's great when you have your toddler with you, but... In all honesty, like, they're just happy to be there and have fun, you know? Right, exactly. So that's, that's kind of the, uh, the approach we took with our, our designs. We do a lot of text-based T-shirts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we, we want to add a little sprinkle of Disney magic without taking ourselves too seriously. Sure. Um, and we also want to keep our prices low um, to make sure that everybody can participate and get some cool swags for their next vacation or just right. to wear for every day. Yeah, because things get so expensive if you wait to just buy things down at the park and you're going to get something that everybody else has. So it's nice to be able to get something affordable that you can get ahead of time and wear at home or down at the parks. Now, do you have... Now, you mentioned a lot of your designs that you have for kids. Do you also make things for adults as well? Yeah. So originally we started only making onesies and toddler T-shirts. Okay. Um, but then we realized that it's it's a lot of fun to have the whole family be matching. Sure. Um, so we do we do have adult designs as well. Okay. Um, mostly we have Coco-themed, as you mentioned. We do love Coco. Uh-huh. Um, that movie is really special to... Um, our family because seeing the the Mexican representation in right. a Disney movie was just so special for us. Oh, nice! Um, and so we we have I think we have five designs now. <laughs> you can go on our Etsy shop, um, and if you search for Screaming Kid Apparel, they'll all pop up. Um, and so for Coco themed, at least everyone in your family can have a different Coco themed design from us, and still kind of match but oh, not cool. quite be the annoying matching family <laughs> vacation yes. teachers yes. you know that's kind of what we were going for with that <laughs> well and that's what we always joke we don't usually do matching shirts so only one time yeah we did it one time when we had our vow renewal at disney and so it's always nice if we can get something that's similar but not like you said not we're not like a whole 
group of 10 people with the exact same shirt. So that is nice that you have some that play off in each other. Now, what Mm -hmm. sorts of, so you have for toddlers and little ones, you said you also have onesies as well? Yeah, um, we range uh, from newborn to 24 months in onesies. And then we have toddler tees and youth tees and adult tees, and it all depends on the design. Um, There is uh, another dory inspired design on our shop um that says i only speak whale oh <laughs> and that's that, that's for the young the young kids that sure. are just making some baby sounds oh how um, cute. and we also have uh, a toddler tea for um vampirina fans on disney jr oh yes um and then for adult teas like i said we have uh, our most popular ones have been um, a Sam Eagle Muppet tee that says a salute to all nations, but mostly America. Yes, I saw that one. <laughs> and then we also have uh, Un Poco Loco from Coco. Cool. And so with that, like, what was your inspiration to start your business? Um, so our daughter really um, didn't really have that many options of small shop clothes to wear mm-hmm. um, for our very first trip to Disney with her. And um, I noticed that there there are a lot of small shop T-shirts for adults. Right. Um, and it was kind of a, a special trip for us. I've been going to Disney my whole life. Mm-hmm. And um, I roped my husband into it. <laughs> That's soon what after I did. we started too. dating. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it was it was really special to be able to take our daughter for the first time. She got her hair cut at the Harmony Barbershop. Oh, cool. And we just wanted to have something that... Um, that we could sh- that we could put on her that right. showed a little bit of Disney magic, but wasn't too. I don't, I, I don't know. There's some there's some corny things for babies. There's yeah. some that are just really loud. But we just wanted to to have something that was subtly Disney. Sure. And with that, like once you had made those for your daughter, then how did that lead into your actual shop? Did you have people asking for them? What what sort of thing? How'd that evolve? Yeah, so um, like I said, I kind of roped my husband into loving Disney, and it kind of was a hobby for me at first to okay. make these designs, um, and then I realized that there's this whole community, mostly on Instagram, of yes. Disney fans that we can all share our obsess- obsession with <laughs> <Yeah>. each other, <laughs> Right. and it was it was just a really good outlet for me to be able to, to share my little creations, and it's pretty easy to start a shop. Um, If anybody out there has some ideas for designs, I would say just go for it. You know, it's the listing prices for Etsy aren't too bad. And and you can turn your hobby into making uh, a little bit of money as a side hustle. Very cool. Now, so kind of building off of that, how do do you think some of your products add some Disney magic to our listeners' lives? Like if they get some of your shirts, what are some of those inspirational things that you think can add some magic? So there are a couple, um, like the, I won't remember any of this t-shirt uh, <laughs> that I mentioned, or onesie, um, that are really perfect for a first visit to the park, but they're also for really any major celebration. You know, right. if, if you're going to be taking photos, it's kind of just a, a funny little thing to have on your kid. They can't read it, so they don't know what it says, <laughs> you know? Right, right. <laughs> um, and there's also, we have... Um, a onesie that says future pass holder, which yeah. I think yes. is a really good baby shower gift. If Aww, you a have idea. a Disney fan in your life uh, with a baby on the way, um, you can search for that on our Etsy shop as well. 
And um, a lot of our cocoa designs are are perfect for everyday wear too. They don't they don't scream Disney, right? And right. so it's it's very comfortable to wear every day um, and show a little bit of your fandom without waving your your Disney <laughs> colors everywhere. <laughs> right, right. Now, do you offer any custom designs or do you just have what's in your shop? Like if people are interested in different things? Sure. So um, we have been partnering with a printing company that is really good at um, doing custom designs with oh, us. Oh, cool. So if, if you see a listing on our shop, and you want it in a different color T-shirt, you want it in a tank top, you want it on a sweatshirt, chances are we can do that for you. And okay. we actually, I would say probably a little less than half of our sales have been custom orders so far. Okay. And it's just, it's really fun getting to know the customers, getting to help them create the perfect merch for them sure. to wear on their <laughs> uh, next trip. Awesome. And so the big thing is, where can folks find you online? Tell us more about your website as well as your social media. Sure. So our website is um, screamingkidapparel.etsy.com, or you can just go to Etsy and type in Screaming Kid Apparel, and you'll find our shop. Uh, We have about a dozen listings. Um, Again, sizes range from newborn onesies all the way through. Um, Some of our designs are available uh, as high up as 4XL. Okay. And we are also on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash Screaming Kid Apparel, and our Instagram handle is Screaming Kid Apparel. And we're most active on our Instagram. So if you message us through Etsy, we'll see it right away. If you message us on Instagram, you'll see it right away. And we also have our email listed on our Instagram. You can message us there, too. So if I am someone who's interested in getting some shirts for an upcoming trip, how much lead time lead time do you need for that? Like if I like we're going next month, we're going in April. How far in advance would you need? An so order? Um, we usually we usually ship within two weeks, and okay. then it takes about three business days to get to you. Okay, um, but. If you message us and say, hey, I'm going on a Disney trip and I'm leaving on this day, then we can definitely work with you. Um, I think probably the quickest we can get a shirt in your hands would be like a week and a half. Okay. Okay, that's great. And what we will do is we'll make sure that in the show notes we'll put links to your social media platforms as well as to your Etsy shop and make sure that all of our listeners can be able to get in touch and check out your really cool designs because like you mentioned there really aren't very many places out there where you can get things especially for the little ones and some of those things that are matching but not quite so matchy so we really appreciate you sharing your story and things about your designs with us we'll make sure to get all that information out for our listeners and thank you again so much for joining us today Sure. Uh, thanks for having me. I also have a coupon code oh, for your awesome. listeners. Um, it will be DISLOVE10. Awesome. And I will have that active uh, right away. So if Great. you want to add that to the show notes, everyone can go check that out too. Awesome. Well, we will make sure to share that in our um, in all of our posts as well because we would love to have a lot of our listeners out wearing Screaming Kid Apparel at the parks and yes. at home. Well, I think that's the cool That'd thing. That would be is, awesome. It, because for me, you go to Disney and ultimately, the, in my opinion, the apparel options are relatively limited for as big as a park is. I mean, there's, they push what they want to push. And to have something as unique right, as your designs, yeah. it allows you just to stand out 
mm-hmm. in the park because that's the whole purpose you're there is to have a great time and look good. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's very true. And if anyone uh, purchases from us, please tag us in your photos. It makes us so happy to right. see people enjoying our merch. And it's my dream to be in the park and see somebody wearing something that I made. Oh, that, that would be so cool. So happy. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. would be super awesome. Well, hopefully we will, maybe that will come true with one of our listeners. They might be out there at the same time as you. So thank you again, Susie, for joining us. And we will are excited to share Screaming Kid Apparel with our listeners. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. We'd like to thank Susie again for joining us today. And to all of our listeners out there, remember to use the special code for our audience to save on your next purchase from Screaming Kid Apparel. And Chris, could you give them that code again? That's DISLOVE10, D-I-S-L-O-V-E-10, DISLOVE10. And so we are going to make sure to put that in our show notes, make it available for you as well. But definitely check out, they have great shirts, not only for little ones, but also for the adults in your family as well. And so now we are on to our final segments of the show. We have our quick two-minute trivia and our wisdom from Walt quote. So Chris, would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? I'd like you to go first this time, Vanessa. Okay, so today going along the lines of family. And one of the great things is that uh, Disney vacation really is for everyone. We've traveled with people in their upper 80s down to little ones like we talked about today. So here's a great quote from Walt. It says, a man should never neglect his family for business. And that's really what Walt created. He created a place where families could go and enjoy together, escape a little bit from the day-to-day things with their work get a chance to spend time together and all enjoy and have opportunity to have fun in one place as a family. So another great wisdom from Walt. And so now we're on to the trivia with Chris. Yes. So the focus of our segment was on toddlers. Yes. And I scoured many Disney <laughs> Wikipedia pages okay. for this. So what, and this is actually tough, because there's not a ton of young car- kid characters. That's true. That, that is I, true. In the, the, the cartoon Monsters, Inc. Okay. What is the name of the young child who is the counter to Mike and Sully? Boo? Yes, you're right. Yeah. How'd you know that? Because I watched the movie. Oh, I never would have got that in a million years. <laughs> I thought maybe you were going with what her real name was, because I don't know what her if they ever say what her real name is, like what her human name is. Uh, I, according to Disney Wiki, Mary Gibbs. How in the world? That's her real, like her human name? Yes. Huh, Ma- yeah. Would have okay, not, y- yeah, is... you would have stumped me with that one. <laughs> You're right. I mean, that's just odd. Like, when did uh, Monsters Inc. come out? I don't know. Does it say on there? Let's let's say 2010. I don't, I don't didn't see it. So I mean, again, I'm guessing. So even then, let's just put this kid at born in 2007. How many kids named Mary were born in 2007? Probably not that that many. I mean, that's 1953. Yes, a lot of Marys were born. <laughs> Says the guy whose mom's name is Mary. Correct. 2007, <laughs> not many. So, um, but again, I do have my own. Is my guy Sully or Mike? You have Sully. Yeah, I have a Sully pillow pet. Yes, he does. Yes. So, again, lots of fun 
Always great to hear those quotes or those questions, see if one of us can get stumped on them. So thank you again for joining us on this episode of Diz Love with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.